And Ephron's field of Machpelah, which faced the plains of Mamre, the field, the cave within it, every tree within its perimeter, was confirmed as a sale to Avram. In full view of the Hittites and all those who came to the gate of the city, so that this purchase was nothing to talk about. In other words, nobody could argue that Avram did not have it. When Avram purchased them, the status of the field and the cave rose from that of a commoner's property to that of a noble's. Once Avram purchased the field and completely disassociated Ephron's name from it and elevated its status to royal property, he buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field of Machpelah. And in, or, in order to show proper respect for Sarah, Avram wanted to bury her in the field of a noble rather than the field of a commoner. Okay, three years later, in the year 2088, which is... 400 years exactly before the Jewish people would come into the Holy Land, Avram decides that it was time for Isaac to marry, Rebekah. By this time, Avram was 140 years old, and his son was 40. Even though he was old, maturity tends to breed sometimes nonchalance, yeah, whatever, Avram continued to deeply internalize his experience. He was fully involved in living. God blessed Avram with a son in his old age, worthy of becoming a successor, and his son was everything to him, literally his entire life. So he felt responsible to make sure the perpetuation of this line continues, so that the divine mission that's supposed to take place will happen. So he says to his servant Eliezer, the eldest member of his household, who was in charge of all that he owned, I want you to swear to me. And you have to hold on holy object in order to make this swearing valid. And the only physical object so far that has been sanctified by the fact that it was an explicit commandment from God is my reproductive organ, which I circumcised. So therefore place your hand under your thigh, under my thigh, Avram's thigh, for this purpose to kind of hold onto something which has absolute holiness. And I will bind you by an oath to God. Ever since coming to this land, I've been working successfully towards making the people over here know, know of God's existence. And therefore, here he is not only the God of heaven, he's the God of the earth. But nevertheless, they have not yet fully internalized their experience the way they have to. Therefore, I do not want you to take a wife from my son from amongst the daughters of the Canaanites in whom I live with. Instead, go to my former land, Haran, where my family lives, take a wife from amongst them from my son Isaac. Even though I've been away from my family for 65 years and I haven't been able to influence them, they nonetheless, they come from the royal firstborn line of the family of Shem, the, the son of Noah, and have inherited the aristocracy, the quality of living, the noble gentility and family traditions and teachings. So the servant says to him, but perhaps the woman will not wish to follow me to this land. Should I take your son back to the land for which he departed? In other words, should I take your son with you? <clears throat> Maybe they should live there. Avram says, no, don't take my son back there. True, I would prefer my future daughter-in-law to be from my family, but lineage alone does not suffice. When she and my son marry, they must grow together in the right environment, which can't be found anywhere other than here in the Holy Land. 
Although it's true that the people of this land only pay lip service to God's involvement, they at least do that. The people where I used to live consider God as only the God of the heaven. Although I convinced them of God's existence, I could not convince them that he is involved in human affairs. This was how they conceived of God when he took me away from my father's house in Haran, and all the more so when he took me away from the land of my family, or Kasdim, and this is how they will continue They continue to conceive him. Moreover, God concerning me, and even swore to me, at the covenant says, To your offspring I will give this land, which means my offspring must stay in this land, and I am confident that he will send his angel before you to orchestrate events to your advantage in advance, and with his help, with the angel's help, you will be able to take a wife from my son from there. However, if despite all this the woman does not wish to follow you back here, then you'll be absolved of the oath of mine. And you could seek a wife for my son from amongst the daughters of my local friends, Aner, Eshkel, and Mamre. Although they are not my relatives, they are distinguished leaders and monotheists. And this way the couple can remain under my guidance. In the final analysis, environment and education are more crucial than pedigree and where family they come from. In any event, do not return my son to there, even though I foresee that his son will return there for a time, Yaakov. Eliezer had a daughter of his own and suggested that Avram consider her as a wife for Isaac rather than consider her a daughter of Aner Eshkel Mamre. Avram said, listen, my son comes from a blessed family and you're from the descendant of Canaan, which is cursed, and that cannot take place. Although... I respect what you've done, but in marriage that cannot happen. So the servant placed his hand under the thigh of Avram's master and swore to him in this regard.